Hey listeners, this is Ben, the Amateur Exegete, and you're listening to Episode 20 of Bible Study for Amateurs. Today's episode is An Amateur's Toolbox, the Oxford Bible Commentary. This week's episode will be the last in the Amateur's Toolbox series, for the time being. And we are ending it with a bang, with the Oxford Bible Commentary. Edited by John Barton and John Muddyman, the OBC came out in 2001 and is well over 1,400 pages in length, covering the Hebrew Bible, the Apocrypha, and the New Testament. Contributing to this tome are a number of notable scholars, including Loveday Alexander, Dale Ellison Jr., Richard Bauckham, Carol Myers, Adela Reinhartz, and many more. The commentary is set in two columns, and so the font's a little small. Some of you may want to get out your reading glasses, but trust me, it'll be worth it. Prefacing each major section of the biblical corpus are introductory essays on that section. So, for example, before you dive into the Old Testament, John Barton has an essay introducing readers to the canon, collection, writing, language, text, contents, themes, and arrangement of the Old Testament. Immediately following his introduction is one for the Pentateuch by G.I. Davies that discusses the findings of source criticism, especially the documentary hypothesis. Davies' introduction is a couple of dozen pages in length and goes into some detail on the sources behind the Torah. That level of scholarship and attentiveness to detail can be found in the other introductions as well, in Martin Goodman's Intro to the Apocrypha, in Leslie Holden's Intro to the New Testament, and in Terence Donaldson's Intro to the Pauline Epistles. What about the commentary itself? This is not a verse-by-verse commentary, but is instead a section-by-section one. Let's take Jennifer Dine's commentary on Amos as an example. Her introduction covers many of the basics, the canonical context of the work, that is, its relationship to other prophetic texts of the Hebrew Bible, an outline of the work, its style and structure, the work's composition, and finally, a proposed method for reading it. The first section she examines is under the heading, Judgment on Nations Including Judah and Israel, covering Amos chapter 1 verse 1 to chapter 2 verse 16. This is further broken down into additional units, covering chapter 1, verse 1, 1, verse 2, and chapter 1, verse 3, to chapter 2, verse 16, which is further divided into smaller sections. The second heading is Indictment of an Appeal to Israel, and covers chapter 3, verse 1, to chapter 6, verse 14. The final section of chapter 7, verse 1 to 9, 15 is under the heading Visions, Interpretations, Words of Judgment, and Salvation. As Dine notes in the section on reading method found in the introduction, her commentary on Amos does its best to focus on the work's own literary context, thereby limiting interaction with historical context. In a sense, then, she is trying to understand Amos on Amos's terms, taking seriously the way in which the author, or authors, has composed the text. 
The focus on the text as the text is illuminating. For example, in her discussion of chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, she notes that the term rendered as summer fruit in verses 1 and 2, kayetz in Hebrew, is intended to be a pun on the word rendered end in verse 2, kitz in Hebrew. The pun on kayetz affects the meaning, she observes. For readers unfamiliar with Hebrew, this level of detail adds nuance to what is being read that they might not find by just reading the English text of the Bible by itself. In addition to commentary on each book of the biblical library, there are a couple of essays. Philip Alexander on post-biblical Jewish literature, and J.K. Eliot on extra-canonical Christian literature. But my favorite part of the Oxford Bible commentary is, you guessed it, the bibliographies. At the end of the introductions and the books of the Bible themselves, you'll find a list of references consulted in the body of the pieces from which you can add to your own amateur toolbox. Keep in mind that, as this commentary is two decades old, some of the volumes listed in the references are out of date, out of print, or otherwise just inaccessible. Some of them are in languages other than English, including French and German, so if you don't know those languages, then they'll be of no use to you. But overall, these bibliographies are a great place to look for more on the books of the Bible that they cover, as well as related topics. The Oxford Bible Commentary makes an excellent addition to the Amateur Toolbox. Its contributors are some of the leading scholars in biblical studies, the introductions are comprehensive, and the notes are detailed. For a single-volume commentary, it's hard to beat. That's all the time we've got this week. See you next time. And remember, in the words of Richard Elliott Friedman, one does not need to deny what is troubling about the Bible in order to pay respect to what is heartening. Thanks for listening.